ask you today, we're going to launch this new series on the uh, purpose, not the purpose, but the place of Thanksgiving. And so many times, this is, it is the season of Thanksgiving, we understand. But I approached the team here last week after last week's service, and uh, I just was honest with them, stirring in my heart. We had pursued to do this because of the season. And for lack of better explanation, be okay with this, we were kind of going to go down the road religiously of it. And just kind of maybe, you know, touch some heart moments of that. And, uh, but the Lord, just like He would deal with you, began to deal with me that that's not the direction I want you to go with this. I want you to begin to understand the power un- up underneath of this word thanksgiving more than just the, the uh, casual thanksgiving behind it. I want you to know that there's a statement of faith that comes from that word. There's a declaration of something that was happening before and the now and the future. And it is one of those easy words that we just kind of stumble across. So I need your help this morning, okay? Here's what I want you to do. I'm going to go to each section. Don't let it be like crickets in here. Uh, I want to ask you, some, what are you thankful for? A few people in your... Uh, in, in, we'll start with this section first. Just tell me what you're thankful for. Anything, anything it could be. My wife. My wife. We had that first service. We know what your mind is on right now. Come on. That's awesome. But I do know your story. That's awesome. Somebody else? My kids. My kids. Awesome. Granddaughter, come on now. Answered prayers. prayers. Yeah, come on. Everybody thank God for that one. Yeah, absolutely. Let's get one more. Let's do five this time. We did four last service. Your mom. You're amazing. Awesome. All right, jump over here. Give me five out of this section. Come on, somebody tell me. What are you thankful for? Huh? Small groups. Oh, I love you dearly. If you're not in this, never mind. Come on. What's that? Your son. Come on. She got you, bro. The ability to live here. Come on. That's a big deal. It costs a little bit of money to live here, don't it? <laughs> Everybody agrees with that one. Yeah, yeah, you go two hours in, you can... Never mind. <laughs> Freedom. Come on. Huh? Friends? Family. Your job. All right. You guys have trumped everybody. Let's move on over here. Oh, I love you. <laughs> Can we make a plaque and put her on it? <laughs> Somebody tell me. What'd you say? Granny. That's what you said. Granny. I thought that's what you did. Huh? Did you say something? Somebody else. Home? Our youth. Can we put her right beside her? <laughs> Come on. One more. Salvation. Salvation. Awesome. So it's definitely a term that we all understand. It's definitely a term, thanksgiving, that there are things that we are thankful for and that, you know, but is it a word that we understand the power behind it? Is it just a word that we just use, hey, thank you for opening my door? You know, hey, thank you for telling me all of these things. You know, just a good feeling of emotion word. And it is, absolutely. And you don't want to take away from that part of it. But if I can, in the next few weeks, three weeks together, we've got three more after this one, if I can take you a step further with that word, uh, would you allow me to do that? So that when you use it, it'll mean a little bit more to you than just thanking for what is on the outward, but you'll be decreeing it from what's on the inward. 
Now, David, I've got to share what you just said. That was, it's all I could do to keep myself together when he said it. First service, he says, he says my back is hurting this service because my inner man was jumping around so much in first service. Well, that tells me something. We're hitting where we need to go with this word. Because again, uh, let's talk about this. At the beginning of this year, we launched into a purpose of the year to discover what matters in God's plan and purpose for our life. That's been our purpose. It's on our wristbands. It's what we focused on. And, 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 we, you know, and we've taken various subjects to discover that. One of the series we did was actually on praise and worship here a while back. And that brought some understanding to that. And when you put this in perspective, we find out some things are really important to God and we're kind of discovering this thing together. And, and here's the question I want to ask you. On the line of importance, when it comes to the word thanksgiving, what is important to Him? And I think that I'm pretty confident that by the end of this series that we'll realize that, you know what, this word is a lot more important to our faith and living a victorious life than we actually give credit to. Because there's no doubt, maybe, I can say maybe, God wants you to be living a victorious life even when it doesn't look like life is victorious. And there's a way to live a victorious life when everything around you is being shaken to determine the outcome that you will eventually have. There's a way to do that. And it is really going to be wrapped up in this word of power up underneath of this word thanksgiving. I just want to help you discover it a little bit more. I just want to take you to that place where it has a little bit more meaning to it. Why? Because I think even in Scripture, I wrote some of these things down to help me help you. I think even when we read this word thanks and thanksgiving in the Bible or in the Scripture, we just skim across the top of it. I really do. Why? Because it's so universal. It's such a common term that do we, do we think about what it means? Probably not. Do we think about what it's pointing to? Probably not. We probably don't even think about it at all. Because sometimes the word thanksgiving is used in Scripture. In one Scripture, probably seven, eight times. And you just kind of do, 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 do. Because it's so common. Because we are thankful. But what if we dug into it a little bit? Now, you know, you know that you know that I, I, I'm a, kind of a geek on Scripture words. I geek out on those. I geek out on getting definitions of the Greek and the Hebrew. I geek out on knowing how many times it's being used. Because I think it shows us something. I think it shows a pattern. I think it will point us to how thankfulness is a big deal in maybe the eyes of God and what's important to Him. Uh, when I look at this and I think about this subject, I found this out in my own personal study that this is one of the specific things that God tells us. There are a few very specific things He tells you how to live. One, live by faith. Four different references in Scripture. This is how you live. You live by faith. You have to know how faith works. You have to work, understand that you, you're not moved by what you see. You're moved by what you believe. You, you confess. There's a lot to how faith is lived. And this is kind of one of those same principles. He's saying, you know what? <clears throat> you're to live by this principle. I, I actually take it even deeper than just a principle. If this is a, a law in working in your life. Live by the law of thanksgiving. Laws are those things that are absolutes, that it is kind of like the law of gravity. You know what happens if I step off here? Unless the Spirit of God tries to hover me or something, and then you would all freak out, and, and we'd be on Fox News or CNN, we'd be all over the world if that happened. The law of gravity tells me what? 
The absolute is I'm going down. Well, there's a law of absolute with the word thanksgiving, of power when it's utilized correctly and it's understood what I'm doing with the word thanksgiving. So go with me to our text this morning. Let's start right there. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16 through 18. And this is really kind of the launch us into where we're going. I'm going to read it to you in two different translations. The first one being the Passion Translation. And then the second one will go to the message. Verse 16, the Passion. Let joy be your continual feast. Does that set well for the season we're in right now? In three weeks, you guys are going to be feasting and walking in gluttony, no doubt about it. <laughs> last night, uh, we did a wedding last night, and, and uh, we were sitting at the reception dinner. And oh, my goodness, when they put, it was a buffet. I like buffets. A buffet means you can get all you want. Now, these guys didn't let me get all I want because they were serving me what they wanted me to have. And I'm like, isn't this a buffet? Buffet, never mind. Anyway, I was feasting. Here we go. Make your life a prayer. Look at somebody and say, time to talk to God. And in the midst of everything, key word, everybody say everything. everything. Be always giving thanks. Well, this is God's perfect plan for you in Christ Jesus. Now, the message really gets us a little bit further into its meaning. It says, be cheerful no matter what. Remember what matters? Be cheerful no matter what. High, low, bad day, good day, every day. Be cheerful no matter what. Pray all the time. Again, tell somebody time to start talking to God. Thank God no matter what happens. Whether you have a good day or a bad day, or any day, thank God no matter what happens. This is the way God wants you to, who belong to Christ Jesus, to live. Now here's the kicker, here's the key, here's the thing we'll learn over the next three weeks. God is not the author of the bad in your life. He's just wanting you to do something during the time of bad in your life, which gives him the opportunity to be God in your life at that moment with what he's already done, with what you're facing. I said a whole lot there, I get it. But over the next three weeks, you'll understand that. If, you'll st- if there's ever a series that's important, I'll probably tell you this every single time. But if there's ever a series that's really vital for your way of living, the season you're in is Thanksgiving. Then we get into that crazy, busy moment of Christmas. And it's just tomorrow, okay? It's tomorrow, Christmas will be here. And then the next tomorrow will be the new year, 2020. You want to go into 2020 it, it, with, with faith of expectation? You need to be here the next three weeks as much as you can. If you can't, we've made it easy for you. You can go get it on the podcast. But don't cheat yourself out because that will be a podcast and you just might miss a couple things on a podcast. All right? Here we go. <clears throat> I told you I'm a geek at words. So the word thankfulness comes up in the New Testament. New Testament is originally written in the Greek. Old Testament written in Hebrew. And anybody can do this. You get your Strong's Concordance. You can discover some of this for yourself. But let me just help you. The word thankfulness in the New Testament, you'll find thanks or thankfulness or a form of that word 71 times. And out of those 71 times, here's what that word will really mean. Actually, the Greek word is euchariste. You don't care about the name. I get it. But euchariste, you might recognize for my Catholic folk, the word in this is uh, eucharist. And then another word that's within this word is charis. And these two things are put together to make this one big powerful word of thanksgiving. And here's what the definition of it is. 
To show oneself grateful. All right, that's a given. We understand that. Tell somebody, man, I'm grateful. He goes on and he says, to express gratitude towards, and then he says, give thanks. All right? Again, indulge me. I like the Greek words, and I like the Hebrew words. If you go over to the Old Testament, and you begin to study the book of Psalms, you can actually find this all throughout the, New Test- or the Old Testament. In the Old Testament, you'll find a word or a form of this word, thanks or thanksfulness or thanksgiving. You'll find it 102 times in the Old Testament. Out of those 102 times, you will find this word, 72 of them, is with this definition of this word, and it's the Hebrew word, tadah. If you see the writing of that, it was, usually it says T-D-H, but then the translation of T-D-H in the Hebrew is the word tadah. I know tadah. But the meaning of tadah is where this is powerful. And if it's 72 of the 102, I would say three quarters of this is pretty important. That this is the focus that he wants us to hear within the Greek and the Hebrew. This is what I want you to understand. The meaning of this word thankfulness, that there's a little bit more behind it than just a simple casual, thank you for opening my door. Uh, My wife loves it when I open her door. Matter of fact, I get in trouble if I don't open her door. I'm just kidding. It's so common and so, so much of a habit and such a norm that I don't even think about it anymore. It's not something I really give attention to in a sense of, I better do this. I just do it because it's just commonality. And sometimes I wonder if the word thankfulness, I'm sure it is, to us, is just commonality. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being that. that, 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 that thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The Hebrew word definition of this, listen to what it means. It means to willfully throw your hands up. That's why we ask you in service to, if you're comfortable with it, put your hands up to worship because it's a place of thanksgiving. You're never, we never tell you to do it because it can't be a to-do. It has to be a willful choice to, for you to do it. Willfully choose to lift your hands in worship. Here's the next definition. It also means the praise to praise with power. Let me give you an interpretation of what that might look like from what we just said. Thank you for opening my door. This would mean a little bit more if you go up and you say, Thank you for opening my door. It might scare somebody like I just saw people jump. But what if you do it decreeing what God said? Thank you, God, that you open doors that no man can open and you close doors that no man can close. There's a different emphasis on that. So I'm not only just opening a door for somebody, and when I use the word thanks, and I understand the power behind it, I'm decreeing the before, I'm decreeing the now, and I'm decreeing the after. Thank you, Lord, for opening doors, for opening doors, and going to open doors for me. Thank you, Lord, for closing doors, for closing doors now, and closing doors in the future. There's a little more power behind the word thanksgiving. Another definition of it, of course, in the Old Testament, means to give thanks, to praise, to celebrate. It means to thank God's name. How about this one? It means to give confession to. It means to give confession to or to give confession of. So there's a little bit more than just a casual, thank you for my kids, thank you for my home. I'm not knocking any of that. Man, we, we are. But do we realize why we are and who has enabled us to have? It's interesting... <clears throat> The title of today is simply this, where thankfulness actually begins. That's what I want you to grab from today. 
And when you take this word thankfulness and you take the word praise and you look at that through the scriptures, you find out that they're very synonymous in their definition. You don't really have thanksgiving without praise and you don't have praise without thanksgiving. And it's, isn't, it, isn't it interesting uh, how much God is trying to say, look, on the time of, of what matters to me, on the, on the line of what matters, this really matters to me. It's really important because it opens doors for you and it closes doors for you. Isn't it interesting how much the enemy wants to keep this from getting into our mouth? He wants it to become so casual that we don't actually focus on it. We don't actually think on it. It's just a normal common term that's universal. I can go anywhere in the world and use that word and people know what it means. But do they? Do they realize that it's a declaration of faith that determines a victory in the life that you're living? The psalmist David really kind of defines this word really two ways. If you read most of his writings, different writers wrote psalms, but but David wrote the majority of them. And if you go to David and you look at how he used this word thankfulness, he really focuses on two real meanings of this word. Here's what they are. Repeatedly, he says, give thanks for the Lord. He says this, his loving kindness defined as his favor and his goodness will be in my life. So when I say, thank you, Lord, I am saying that then, today, and tomorrow, your favor and your goodness will be in my life. I'm not just saying, hey, thank you for opening my door. Thank you for opening my door that the favor of God and the goodness of God will always be in my life. You open doors that no man can open and you close the doors that no man can close. See the difference? Here's another definition, or one of the things he focuses on. This one's the, probably the most powerful to me. He says, you know what? He says, I thank you for his miracles of mercy, things that are too hard and things that are actually too difficult for me to overcome. David's saying, I thank you, Lord, that these are the things that will begin to work in the life that I live. So here, let's look at it. Go with me to Psalm 107. This might just start to register at home a little bit. Psalm 107. Now, when I was reading this, and the reason I'm telling you this is because I want you to go home and read it. There's 50-some verses here, and I'm going to, actually, I'm going to read all of them to you right now. I won't do that to you. But I would encourage you to go home and read them because as I read them, it was all I could do to stay in my seat as I understood the power of this word thanksgiving. Because David starts to decree something, and he starts to decree faith. He starts to decree a victory before it ever happens, and you can begin to see it. You might identify with it. Look at verses 1 through 8. Let everyone give their praise and thanks to the Lord. And I love this translation because it's great. He, he, he says, the next statement, he says, here's why. Here's why everyone give all their praise and thanks to the Lord. Here's why. He's better than anyone could ever imagine. Yes, He's always loving and kind. Everybody say always. And His faithful love never ends. So go ahead. Let everyone know it. Let everyone know what. Thank you, Lord. You'll never leave. You'll never forsake. You'll never quit on me. Thank you, Lord. You are here. Thank you, Lord. You are here. Thank you, Lord. You will be there. I'm opening a door that no man can open. I'm closing doors that no man can close. Listen to the rest of it. So go ahead. Let everyone know it. Tell the world. 
how he broke through and delivered you from the power of darkness and has gathered us together from all over the world. He has set us free to be his very own. Some of us watch, come on now, come on now, this is identifying us. Listen to what he says. He says, some of us wandered in the wilderness like, <laughs> like desert nomads. Until salvation came into your life, this is who you were. Until Jesus stepped into your life, you accepted Jesus, is your life a little better now? Why? Because this is where you were, and when we decree the word thanksgiving, I'm saying, you know what? Yeah, I do remember when I was back here. But I'm also remembering that, you know what? I'm standing here, and just like I had some things going on there, I got some things going on right now, but because you beat me and won for me back here, I'm not real concerned about right here, because you're going to take me where I am right here, and you're going to move me forward over to here, because thank you, Lord, I'm going to tell the world... My wife's more happy than this group. <laughs> Some of us once wandered in the wilderness like desert nomads with no true direction or dwelling place. No true purpose. Not really knowing what you're here for. Just living life by life with no direction on the other side of it. And God said, you know what? I've got a purpose in your life. I've got something specific for you to accomplish. And all of those experiences, that's where we make a mistake. We still live in the experience and never allow the experience to push me forward into a faith of victory. Sometimes we're living off of old manna. Sometimes we're living off of, uh, of the old stale of yesterday and forget to decree that this is a new day of faith and thanksgiving propels me into the next step of faith is to expect the next step to be bigger, greater than the one that I'm in even right now. He says, some of us once wandered in the wilderness like desert nomads with no true direction or dwelling place. Starving, thirsting, staggering. We became desperate and filled with despair. Everybody say, but then. but then. But then we cried out, Lord, help us. Can y'all indulge me? You're too daggone quiet in here. <laughs> I want to run and you want to keep sitting. I know everyone in this house, you need a little help. So to the top of your lungs, I want you to say, Lord, help me. Lord, help me. Everybody has been to that spot. Everybody has been to that place where you've said, Lord, help me. Now, you might not have yelled it out like we just did, but you've been in that spot. And you'd made that decree. You said, rescue me. And what's the next statement? And he did. He led us right into a place of safety and abundance. I love this. A suitable city to dwell in. You know what suitable means? It's a place I like to be. What makes me happy might not make you happy, but he takes me to where my happy is, and he takes you to where your happy is, and that's where he's leading you to the moment you cry out to him. And David says it begins at this place of knowing that this is who he is, and he says, so lift your hands and thank God for his marvelous kindness. His favor will stay in your life, and for all his miracles, the things that are too high for me, the things that are too great for me, the Bible says that he loves those, and he will deliver you from every single one of those. 
I don't have time to read every verse, but jump down with me to verse 15. So lift your hands. Come on. Come on. Come on. You're sitting on your seats too much. Lift your hands. And give thanks with power, with faith. Thank you for opening my door. No! Doors are opening for me everywhere I go. Verse 21. So lift your hands. Some of you are catching on pretty quick. <laughs> give thanks to God. Quit allowing this word to be some pansy formality of I'm just thanking you to make you feel good. And it makes me feel good because I thanked you. No, when I say I'm thankful for you, I'm thankful for what God's getting ready to do in you. When I say I'm thankful for you, I'm thankful for what I see the victories He's done in you. When I say I'm thankful for God and His provision and His abundance and obstacles that become opportunities and, and, and He can help me overcome mountains and I look at that and I use that word thanks, I'm decreeing the spirit of faith. It actually is not something you've got to work up. It's something that should be... The way I'm sounding right now, when I study the Scriptures for you, when I look at this Word, and I look at the Word Thanksgiving, this is what the Lord sees the Word on His way of what matters. This is what He sees when He sees it. It's almost as if when you use the word thank you, and if it doesn't have this emphasis behind it, he doesn't hear it because he doesn't know the sound that you're trying to put out. He only knows the sound of the voice of faith. It's the sound of the voice that he's looking for. He'll go through a crowd, the scripture says. He'll go around every, the world to find that one that will say, Thank you, Lord. Because that person is a person of absolute that says it begins with the confidence that I have in you that you know what? Your loving kindness, your favor will always rest in my life. Not only will it always rest in my life, miracles are not too big for you. It's a miracle in my life because it's too big for me, but it's not too big for you. This is the power behind the word thankfulness. So where does it begin? It begins right here. In Psalm verse 9 through 14, can I give you a little bit of taste of what that would look like? Psalm 9 verse 14, here's what it says. I will praise you. I will rejoice because you saved me. Now the moment I said that, every one of you probably had that quick thought of the moment you got saved. But is that where you stay? I remember the day I got saved, but is that where you say? I got saved here. How about being saved now? How about being saved down the road? When I look at the word thanks, and I thank you, Lord, that you saved me, I'm making a decree of faith that, yeah, you saved me here. Yeah, you're going to save me here. But when I get over to here, guess what you're going to do? You're going to save me there. Psalm 100, verses 1 through 5. You got to go there with me. <laughs> Psalm 100, verses 1 through 5. It begins right here. The message translation. It says, On your feet now. On your feet now. Uh, I'll keep saying it. 
on your feet now. This is, the scripture says, this is how you live. This is an action of thanksgiving. This is how you are to live. This is one of the select few places on the matter of what's important. I want you to live on your feet. Isn't it amazing how many of us stay down here? And He wants you to live up here. He says, on your feet. What's it say? What's it say? It begins right there. You want to live a life of thanksgiving. Thank you for opening my door. No! It begins right there. <laughs> know this. God is God. And God, God, He made us. We didn't make Him. We're His people, His well-tended sheep. That means if I get off course, what's He going to do? He's going to go get me. Enter with this password. So you don't get into the blessing of God without using the password of what? Thank you! Make yourself at home! <laughs> Thank you. Oh gosh. Take it down just a little bit. <laughs> Make yourself at home talking praise. <laughs> Look at somebody say, I'm about to praise. I'm about to praise. It's like pulling teeth sometimes. Here we go. Make yourself at home talking praise. Thank Him. Worship Him. For God is sheer beauty, all generous love, Lord, always and forever. Here's my point. Here's where we're going. The next three weeks, we're going to learn how to tap into the untapped power of praise and thanksgiving. We're going to take this thing to another level. We're going to go to this place where I understand that every obstacle is an opportunity. I'm going to go to this place where I'm going to allow, this is going to determine the abundance in my life. This is going to be the weapon that I fight with. It's this weapon of thanks. This place that I'm going says, thanks be unto God. He always 